Dark Sky Ecotourism Project. Um, and I want to ask you, when you go out viewing Dark Sky, what kind of apps do you use? That's a great question. The phone is a super tool to bring with you mm -hmm. for your Dark Sky Ecotourism experience. So there's many great apps that can enhance it. So one example is the app SkyMap. And SkyMap allows you to identify different constellations and stars in the sky. It's very simple. It is a, uses some of the features of the phone, such as the, the uh, location and um, the, uh, the screen, obviously. And what you do is you point it at the sky and it will tell you what star or constellation you're pointing at. Okay. Very simple, it's free, uh, very easy to use. There's many great apps on the phone, though, that can really uh, develop an interesting experience for the tourist. One of the most important ones is the camera. Mm. Even on a simple, uh, you know, budget range camera, you can do some long uh, exposure photography. Okay. So you can take, for example, uh, with a little bit of skill and a little bit of practice, yeah. uh, you can take photographs of the Northern Lights or of the Milky Way or mm -hmm. various stars and constellations. Mm -hmm. Takes a bit of practice, but there's many YouTube videos to guide users on it. And can you use it handheld, or do you also use a have a tripod? You ideally would use a tripod uh, mm -hmm. because you need to um, put a setting on the camera uh, for the pictures so that the uh, the lens is left open as long as possible. Mm -hmm. So this might be for ten seconds, for example, on, on many phones. So you're not going to be able to hold it perfectly still for those 10 seconds and even the slightest shake will, will do it. Yeah. But if you don't have a, a tripod, it is possible to just prop up the phone, you know, yeah. maybe on a table or on a tree or something like this uh, and to work with it like that. There's many other great apps though that, that, that you can use. Um, some of them are a lot of fun to play with. Uh, there's a great app that I'm sure you'll be familiar with in Iceland uh, called Aurora. Mm -hmm. um, and what this does is it logs your location and then it will trigger an alert and, uh, and a warning for you if the aurora are potentially going to be visible later that evening. Yeah. Um, so that's good fun, you know, because it can it can get you excited about the experience before you before you have a chance to engage with it. And again, it's it's a free app. Yeah. Uh, for many of these apps, there are, are paid versions as well. Um, some of the names are very evocative too; they're mm -hmm. quite inspirational. There's one called Heavens Above, uh, for example. Mm -hmm. um, there's one called Stellarium. Uh, Stellarium is really good because it, it kind of layers the, um, the, the Roman and Greek era images of the constellations over the top of the, the, the stars as you see them. Uh, and there's one that I really enjoy as well, uh, uh, just the satellite tracker yeah. where you can, um, for example, see when the International Space Station is going to do its next, uh, next flyby. Mm. So there's a lot of fun apps um, purely focused on astronomy. Yeah. Bringing it back down to ground level though, there's a lot of really interesting apps to use on the ground in relation to the flora and fauna mm -hmm. uh, also. So you can uh, use apps, for example, in, uh, in Ireland for identifying native tree species mm -hmm. uh, or identifying different wildflowers. Yeah. Uh, and you know, you, you input some of the different characteristics of the plant that you can see yeah. and it'll tell you what, what the name for that is, what the habitat is and what, um, what biodiversity it supports in the area. So it's not just all about up in the sky, there's a lot yeah. down on the ground too that you can, you can play around with. A lot to choose from then. A lot to choose from, yeah. yeah.